The healthcare industry has undergone transformational change in the past 10 years, especially as it relates to the implementation of technology. Even so, there's much more to do and many companies are out there doing it, but you don't know about them. At Intrepid Healthcare, our podcast will bring you the crazy ones, the rebels, the troublemakers, the ones who see things differently. The people that are crazy enough to think they can change the world in healthcare. So sit tight and enjoy as we tell the story of another thought leading trailblazer. Welcome back to Intrepid Healthcare. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation with another trailblazing innovator. We're going to get right to it today. We're joined by Kristen Simmons, Senior Vice President, Strategy, Innovation, Consumer Experience, and Marketing for Experian Health. Kristen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks so much for making the time to be with us today. Before we begin our discussion, could you take a few seconds and tell the audience about you and your background? Sure. Happy to do that, Joe. I really come from a consumer background, and I'm excited to be at Experian Health because it's fundamentally a B2B business, but we have so much opportunity to really help consumers through the work that we do. My background, I've done marketing jobs and customer experience type responsibilities at a number of different consumer brands such as Ford, Mazda, Jaguar, um, really spent my early days in automotive, have a little underwear background with Fruit of the Loom, that's always good for an eye raise. I've worked at Gateway Computers in the early days and I really spent, before I came to Experian, the prior decade working as a consultant in customer experience and specifically about half my clients were B2B, about half were B2C, but it was a really interesting time where we knew that social media would take off and companies, rather than marketing themselves, would really have to not just say they're awesome, but be awesome. And I think that's really where I come from, is wanting to make things great for our customers, whether they are clients or whether they are consumers or patients, our customers, if you will. So that's my passion. Well, we've been really lucky to have many Experian Health folks on our show before, but could you take the next couple of minutes and remind our audience how you serve your customers at Experian Health? Absolutely. We really help to make this financial and administrative aspects of health as simple as possible. It's the way we like to think about it so that our clients and their patients can really focus on health. So we have products that extend across the revenue cycle. We have front-end products and patient engagement. We have a lot of back-end products and revenue cycle management. We also have identity management products, care management products that really kind of help us all usher in the new era of value-based reimbursement. And then really are working around data and with our ability to connect data from various different sources, try to help the core problem of interoperability in the industry as well. Perfect. Well, we're really excited to be talking to Kristen today about the key topics that will be covered at HFMA's annual conference coming up June 24th through 27th in Las Vegas. Kristen, what is Experian Health doing in your booth this year at HFMA ANI? Well, it's interesting. I understand that you've changed up your programming a little bit this year to do even more around peer-to-peer learning and exchanges, and I think that's something that we're always interested in doing is less selling and more engaging and more understanding, understanding folks' problems and helping to collectively arrive at solutions. So we are definitely doing a lot this year in terms of doing some hands-on demos of our solutions. We'll be showing some of our patient engagement products, which include self-service portals and mobile options for getting price estimates, for applying to charity care, 
setting up payment plans and, and those types of things. Likewise, on the revenue cycle management side, to automate orders with patient access, functionality, contract management, claims and collections, all those types of things that we do to improve efficiency and increase reimbursement for our clients. We'll also be showing off some of our identity management capabilities to match, manage, and protect patient identities so that we can safeguard medical information and really reduce risk for our clients. And then also on the care management side, I'm really supporting the sharing of post-acute patient care information so that we can help providers succeed as we all move forward into a value-based paradigm. In our pre-show banter, I shared with you that one of the things that makes me most excited about when I get to talk with someone from Experian is you make it real that consumerism is really coming to healthcare for somebody who's expected it for years and not really seen it. As you have jumped into healthcare, both personally and then Experian as a company the last couple of years, what are you seeing? Where are you focusing? What are the best things you can do to help your clients, which I assume to be the providers of healthcare? Right. So our core clients are providers of healthcare. We also have other clients throughout the healthcare ecosystem, payers, ACOs, and more. But I will say when it comes to consumerism, you know, it's interesting when you're a company that has a lot of data and a lot of capabilities to say, hey, what can we do for people? But one of the things that we really wanted to do is we took a look at our consumer approach was to say, what is it that needs to be done? We had some great hypotheses coming in, and a lot of those were borne out, but we actually undertook a big national study to take a look at what consumers' biggest pain points were. It had a qualitative and a quantitative component, but we basically looked at the entire healthcare journey so that we weren't just asking them about maybe the administrative and financial aspects of care, but also the clinical aspects. And as we walked through the journey and were able to get a lot of quantitative data about all these different aspects of their healthcare journey, what actually turned out to be the most painful for the most people were all the things around the financial equation. And so clearly there can be pain in the clinical side, especially if you're unhealthy, you've got something chronic, you've got something terminal, there's all kinds of awful situations there, but really affecting almost everyone is a lot of the pain around the financial aspects of healthcare. And so we were able to look closely at some of those pain points and decide on some of the biggest ones that we wanted to tackle. Great. I know one of those is identity management. Another of those is helping providers take advantage of the credit scoring that you do for patients. What are some of the other ways that you're helping providers? Some of the big pain points were just really around people saying, and you and I were chatting about this earlier, is just the fact that you don't know what you're going to owe. And as the patient portion of financial responsibility increases, understanding what you're going to be paying becomes more and more important to a consumer. So understanding what I owe earlier, being transparent, and then helping me pay, those are really some of the areas. And there are others, but those are some of the absolute biggest pain points. And as you pointed out, with some of our propensity to pay analytics and some of the other capabilities that we have, we're able to help providers understand the financial situation that their patients are in much, much earlier in the process so that they can get them to the right kind of funding sources. They can give them peace of mind so that they know what they're paying up front, which may impact when they choose to go in for a major procedure or how they might want to save up for it or how they might want to access different funding sources. And 
what we see is that if we're able to solve those problems even bit by bit, not only are we able to improve the patient's experience, improve patient satisfaction scores, but we're able to reduce their stress levels. And financial stress in and of itself can be a big clinical issue, frankly. And then we're also able to see with our clients increasing collections rates. So it has a direct impact on the bottom line. If you know what you're going to owe someone in advance, you're going to feel a lot more obligated to pay than if you're surprised on the back end and feel somehow that you didn't have any control over that situation. Right. What do you think has changed in healthcare to bring this new focus on consumerism? I think the biggest thing that's changed, honestly, is that the responsibility that we all bear as patients and customers of healthcare systems has just increased. We're paying more for our insurance, and it feels oftentimes like we're getting less for it. And when the money's coming out of our pocketbook, it changes our expectations dramatically. We now expect that we're going to know how much it's going to cost in advance. We now expect that we should have the right and control in the situation to shop around. I think as as humans and as consumers, we can tend to be a bit lazy, but the more that there's going to be pain or potential pain involved and people are getting stuck with huge bills that they didn't anticipate, that really trains people to start thinking differently. And I think as more and more people have those experiences, there's going to be more and more research and shopping happening up front, not only about price, but about quality. And of course, the world of social media and competitive reviews and those types of things that are right at our fingertips today have made it that much easier to do so. So I think we're really going to see a change from a patient acting like a patient where a sort of clinical patient relationship is very kind of, there's an authority figure and someone who does everything that authority figure says to one of a consumer world where the consumer is much more independent and in control and really almost not wanting to get too close to one provider, wanting to make sure that they are being objective and taking all the data that's out there in and looking at what decision is the best for them financially and clinically. Great. Thank you for that. Experian Health recently conducted a study among both consumers and providers about the healthcare journey and patient experience. Can you talk about the key takeaways and if there's anything that you guys found surprising in your findings? There were some surprising things. First of all, the key takeaways, I kind of shared some of them a little earlier about what some of the key takeaways were for the consumers. Just not surprising, right, but where some of those huge pay points were around wanting transparency for what they're going to have to pay, wanting that up front and wanting better assistance to be able to pay more, more types of funding options. I think from the side of the providers, what was interesting is we're seeing a lot of providers really wrestling with patient experience, and it's interesting. There seems to be an aspect of that happening on the clinical side and then perhaps to a lesser degree, but certainly to a degree on the financial side. I haven't yet seen where that seems to be coming together in the holistic patient experience. It seems like a lot of the leadership at a lot of the large systems seems to be driving this patient experience from a clinical perspective. And I think one of the really important findings from this is that the financial and administrative aspects of healthcare are absolutely central to a good patient experience. And something I feel personally very passionately about, and we do at Experian Health, is that these 
financial aspects of health and clinical aspects of health, there is an overlap. We know from our work in financial services at Experian that significant financial debt can take its toll on your mental and physical health. The impact of significant financial debt can be as significant as PTSD for some. And the biggest source of unexpected financial debt often comes from medical debts. It's not too difficult to draw a bridge between the financial aspects of health and the clinical aspects of health. One of the folks that we interviewed just had a tragic story that she told about her husband who'd gone through years of therapy and different treatments for cancer, actually came out the back end stable after all that treatment and ended up committing suicide because of his bills. And I think when you start to think about really bone-chilling stories like that, you really have to think about how integral the financial experience is with the overall healthcare experience. And so I don't know if that's a surprise, but I think we're real advocates for changing the mindset to seeing those things more holistically. I think from the provider's perspective, some of the things we saw was that they really didn't know how to measure patient experience or how to necessarily prioritize amongst all these different things that could be influencing their patients. So that's something that we would really like to help with. But we definitely saw a lot of passion around the issue and very much so in the financial space. I think being new to healthcare and revenue cycle, I thought that we might be talking to a lot of financial leaders inside these organizations who were all about the last penny, but they are very, very passionate about the patient experience and We have amazing client partners who care deeply as we do that we fix these problems. So I think those were some really encouraging aspects of the research. One quick surprise that was interesting as we talked to consumers and we showed them some prototypes of a product was as we were talking about showing them estimates or showing them different things almost to a person, the folks that we had in our research would say, oh, it couldn't be that expensive because my doctor would steer me in a different direction. And it was really interesting that consumers are so accustomed to trusting their doctor and really believe that their doctor would not recommend something that might actually be financially unwise for them when what we tend to see in most operational situations is that those giving the clinical treatment are oftentimes very divorced from what that actual cost may be. So that was a really interesting finding for us. It is really interesting. I think that's key to what's going to happen over the next five or 10 years. Again, we were talking before the show, and one of the things is as a small business owner, I now am in a health plan that I really pay most of my health care bills, and I see them. Well, the last two years, I've also been taking care of my mother, who recently passed away, and I've seen all of her bills. Well, because my deductibles are so high, I'm writing checks to doctors for my medical bills, where my mother had Medicare and a Medicare supplemental coverage, where every single thing was being paid. Yep, yep. And she was very, very sick in multiple facilities, and there were hundreds of thousands of dollars and she paid into Medicare over the years, but I'm not sure that model is going to survive by the time I hit Medicare in another 13 or 14 years or probably going to be 20 years by the time I get there. Yeah, it's a great point. I know we were having a pretty great discussion around just how much that's changed and the impact that it's having on 
on patients across the country. Very painful for many. It is. One of the learning tracks they're having at HFMA next month is creating a consumer-centric healthcare delivery system. What are you guys doing at Experian Health to help providers with this approach of the, creating that consumer-centric healthcare delivery system? A key thing is trying to tackle this issue of interoperability. That's been talked about a lot, and it's something that we all as a healthcare ecosystem need to address. And a core component of that is going to be how do we harness the data and use that to alleviate issues around things like uh, duplicate medical records, social determinants of health, how do we take some of the data that we talked about earlier around propensity to pay, how do we take these bits and pieces of knowledge and insight that we have and be able to look across a patient's longitudinal record, but also augment that view with other data that can make us smarter about how to deliver care. So part of it's the interoperability and part of it's really the insights and the smarts that we can drive through better data. So I think those are some of the things that we're very much trying to do, trying to help the industry and help our clients. For example, one of the things that we do is we have our universal identity manager. And what that does is it uses reference data to assign a unique patient identifier to help to sew together records and create a complete longitudinal patient record across a complete continuum of care. If we're able to do that kind of thing, then we're also able to reduce duplicate medical record rates by finding matches that otherwise might be missed in the system today. So that's one example of a technology that we've worked to put out there that we're encouraging by extending it out to people for free. We're really trying to encourage adoption so that we can get all these data sets talking to one another, working together on behalf of the patient. Awesome. Well, I know that we're just wetting people's appetites. There's much more that they can learn if they come and visit you at HFMA next month. But before we wrap it up today, I want to encourage our audience right now to get out your keyboard. Go to www.experienhealth.com. Bookmark that site to learn about the innovative things Experian Health is doing and keep up with what they, they're coming up with something new almost every month. So really keep up with what they're doing. Kristen, it was so great to have you on the show today. Thanks for stopping by and sharing what you guys are doing, not only at HFMA, but globally. Thanks so much, Joe. Appreciate it. It's my pleasure. And that wraps this broadcast. On behalf of our guest, Kristen Simmons, I'm Joe Lavelle, and we'll see you soon on Intrepid Healthcare.